Paul, welcome back to What's Up Welland. Mark, nice to see you across the table from a microphone again. It's uh, it's time for season two. It's been a month, no, just over a month since uh, we called the quits on season one. Or not it, called the quits, but put a wrap on season one. It feels like that wrap happened a week ago that however many, if you're saying it's been a month, more than a month, sure, I'll take your word for it because it feels like we just unplugged these microphones two days ago. Yeah, I think it's been about six weeks, but there's a calendar for that if we really want to go back and look. Uh, No, I'm excited to get this season rolling. We've got the mayor, Frank Campion, uh, joining us today to talk about a lot of things, one of them being downtown revitalization, which is going to be great. Um, Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Let's dig in with the mayor then. All right, today we are joined by Mayor Frank Campion, who is guest number one for season two of What's Up Well. And Mayor Campion, thanks for, so much for joining us. It's always nice to be number one, guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, lots to talk about. Um, it was just under a year ago that we last had you on the show. And then, of course, uh, so much happened throughout the year. One of the big things, of course, was the municipal election, which concluded in uh, October of 2022. Mr. Mayor, you're back with us. So a successful outcome for you. Yes. Um, but just in terms of, you know, some of the other things from 2022, as we, we take a, a quick look back, is there anything that jumps out or stands out for you? I think probably the biggest thing that really sticks out, and I think people that live in Welland will see it as well, the expansion of a lot of our recreational and park facilities. I, I think that's something that really came together, you know, with uh, Empire Sportsplex and a bunch of uh, splash pads and improvements to our, our trail system. So I think it was the year of uh, recreation and parks. It was a good year to get that going because now once we hit the spring coming up, hopefully in a few short months and summer seasons and all that good stuff, people will be able to take full advantage of those. Uh, well, especially the newer facilities, like you mentioned, the Empire Sportsplex and the Canadian Tire Jumpstart Splash Pad that just opened yeah. in those areas. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's going to be a good spring and summer and, uh, you know, it's all about keeping people active and entertained. So I think it's something that's really positive for our community. Uh, it's good for you. It's fun. And it uh, is very attractive. So over and above the keeping people active, the getting out there, the facilities and amenities that were finished last year, the people can enjoy this year. What else should people get excited about for 2023? What are you excited about as mayor, as a resident? What should anyone, everyone listening to this be excited about? Well, I I think wellness is turning into a very exciting place just from some of the things we just talked about. But, um, you know, maybe not so exciting, but something to look forward to is we've got a lot of improvement in infrastructure going on. So a lot of that's going to be completed uh, in, you know, through the spring and summer. So people have better roads, better sewers, better water. Uh, and those are all important things for our community. I think we're also looking forward to getting started with the Dane City Bridge or the uh, Forks Road Bridge. You know, so a lot of things coming on line. Uh, but, you know, if you drive around town, you see an awful lot of projects under construction right now. You know, and it's tough on residents. You know, it's an imposition, but certainly the end result is positive. So I think, you know, we'll see a lot of those projects completed and people get back to normal in their neighborhoods. Of course, then we start new neighborhoods in the new year. So, (laughs) (laughs) but I I think there's lots of exciting things happen in our community. So one of the things that will uh, certainly help shape some of how 
uh, that looks moving forward is the strategic plan that council is currently um, underway with uh, reviewing, putting together, that kind of thing. So you've already been involved, uh, you know, here we are early January, but you've already been involved in some uh, strategic planning sessions and some relationship building exercises. How are those going and how does uh, an initiative like that kind of set the tone for a term of council? Well, I think it's important for every council, incoming council, to come up with a strategic uh, plan and objectives so that they can uh, create the path forward for them. What, what do they want to see happening in the in the term? You know, you've got hopefully four years to uh, initiate things and get them done ultimately, but you need to start somewhere. You know, obviously, you can't finish until you start and you can't get to your destination unless you have a roadmap to get there. So I think that's what it's all about initially. And I, I've got to tell you that uh, we're early in the process right now, but Rob Axiak and his team who are, are putting this together are doing a really, really good job. It's a very good process that they've um, brought forward to council and council is both enjoying it, but also uh, participating, uh, you know, in a broad sense that they're really getting involved in it. And I think that's what kind of brings the council together. You you find out where you want to go and then you got the path to get there and you all work together to do that. So I think it's a very positive uh, start to it and looking forward to, you know, completing the, uh, the assignment, so to speak. Well, and I was at the first uh, strategic planning engagement session and, you know, you referenced it, the engagement, the, uh, the enthusiasm, everybody in that room was, was having fun and, you know, uh, collaborating with one another. And, and what a great way to start that whole project, right? The first uh, workshop was about the mission, vision and values and, uh, you know, just kind of being a spectator for that. I heard a lot of really good, exciting things. And you as a participant, um, you know, some of the things that were coming out of the different groups and then ultimately were voted on as as a group of council mm-hmm. to, to take forward to, uh, you know, create a few more concrete phrases and terminologies and things like that. It, it was it was a really great way to kind of kick off that process. Yeah, it really was, you know, you, it's all about, you know, building consensus at the same time. And I think that's what we did is uh, through that exercise. You know, if you if throw 13 people in a room, all politicians, you know, it's difficult to get anywhere because so many different ideas. Uh, so having that guidance and having a process to follow really helps to bring the, the ideas together and very quickly, I thought, as well. So it's a positive way to get started. And, uh, you know, because everybody is enthusiastic and participating, you're getting some good ideas, good consensus. And it's interesting, the process, we start off over here with, you know, some vision comments and things like that. And ultimately, we'll end up with uh, objectives, goals and strategies to get there. So it's a great start. So before you referenced 2022 being a year for recreation, for being active in our community, and you know, recently you've referenced 2023 as being the year of the downtown in Welland. And that's an exciting thing to hear. What do you mean by well, the can, year of the downtown? I can see you've done your homework and read the newspaper. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it, you know, the downtown is a, a key element of any municipality. And, you know, we have a good downtown, but it, it's dated and it hasn't kept up with the rest of the city. The city's been moving forward, even when we talk about recreational facilities, uh, pathways. So we're really advancing in a lot of areas. We've got some good programs downtown. But I, again, I think that's part of the, the vision for downtown is missing and the objectives and the strategy to get there. So I'm hoping that this term will be able to, as a council, uh, come together and 
figure out through similar processes that this will probably be part of our strategic plan forward where we come up with what do we really want the downtown to look like and how do we get there uh, there's so much interest in the downtown, not only by the people of Welland, but also investors who uh, want to participate in, uh, you know, buying up some of the land and developing it in, you know, commercially and residentially. And I think the downtown core area is ideal for a bit of intensification because it has very little impact on neighborhoods around it. So if we're going to be building up and uh, increasing density, then it's not a bad spot to try that out. Has there been any increased uh discussion in the community about we want to see a revitalized downtown like is that kind of what's propelling this or is it just the awareness that it's time to have that downtown core catch up with the other areas of the city combination i think uh both of those things there's always been comment on you know the downtown needs to get more developed and get redeveloped and uh, you know, part of it is in order to have a vibrant downtown, you have to have people living downtown. And in order to have enough people living downtown, you have to build up. And if you're going to build up, you also want to have commercial. So you want to have your ground floors, uh, commercial. And when you put those two things together, you're creating not only commercial opportunities and businesses, but also you're bringing uh, their customers right downtown to where they are. And also it's a feature of our city, you know, uh, when people go to different cities, they often comment on, you know, what that they have a nice downtown there. I like to doing the shops. So again, we're behind in that. And I can tell you back in, I got to be 1988 or something. I'm kind of dating myself, but uh, I was the chair of the Welland downtown business improvement area. And back then we were talking about the same thing. We've got to revitalize. We've got to bring forward. We've got to do more. Uh, and here we are today. We've got some CIP programs, you know, incentivizing, but we really need to, I guess my point now is the time to get it started. We really have to do, if we don't get it started now, uh, how much longer is it going to take to really get that development and uh, vibrance that we're looking for in our downtown core? Other than the downtown, are there areas in the city that you are, downtown's getting a lot of focus right now, but are there, or what other areas in the city need just as much attention or would benefit from awareness and people just paying a bit more mind to it? Yeah, that's kind of an interesting point because our community is made up of neighborhoods and a lot of neighborhoods are different. So we have, you know, we have Frenchtown, uh, which is a neighborhood. We have existing neighborhoods. So I think it's a recognition of neighborhoods in general within our community. And again, I think uh, when speaking with Rob Axiak a bit, he has some ideas on that as well. And I think a lot of staff do. We have to, to embrace our neighborhoods but all and celebrate the neighborhoods and Try to ensure as much as we can that the character of the neighborhoods remains the same. And that's another focus that we have to do. You know, we're talking about downtown, talking about a lot of other things, but we really have some very unique, wonderful neighborhoods and we don't want to lose that, the character that they have. We also want to bring the neighborhoods together. So, you know, community of neighborhoods, the community within neighborhoods, you know, all those things have to be taken into consideration because you know, people live in the neighborhoods and people visit neighborhoods. And if we can embrace them and celebrate them and uh, have pride within our neighborhoods, it just makes for better neighborhoods, better neighbors, a better feel, better vibe. And I think that that's going to be something that's uh, important as we move forward, right? We've, we, we've talked many times over about the population growth that the city is going to experience, the, the new residents that are going to come in mixed with the people who've been here for a long time and, and that kind of cohesion. 
excuse me, will, you know, I think in, in an essence, reshape the idea of, of our communities and our neighborhoods, but I think also strengthen them in other ways, too. Yeah, and I, I think that maybe where he's going with that, you know, strengthening the neighborhoods is is important. You know, when, as I, I can't get say it more, but if you're proud of your neighborhood, you're proud to live in your neighborhood, you have a better neighborhood. And it just makes it more attractive. But, you know, we also want to have neighborhoods where people embrace each other and talk to each other. Uh, we have a very, very friendly community. I, I think probably most residents realize that. We have that small town feel while we're still a growing community. And I think we're going to retain, we need to retain that small town feel because that's what make, makes neighborhoods important. Uh, you know, if you go to grocery stores, you go wherever you go, people are very friendly. They hold the door open for you. They say hello to you. They're, they're uh, you know, wonderful people in our city. And we just want to make sure that as we grow, we, we keep that friendliness and that uh, cohesion together so that everybody feels like they're in, in a community that cares and the people that are part of the community care about the other uh, participants and people, residents and so on. So I'm going to put you on the spot. I don't know. <laughs> How do we do that? How do we make sure that we do retain that small town feel even as the city does grow? And at times it's probably going to feel like it's happening really fast and, you know, yeah the priorities start to shift and move around. How do, how do we make sure we don't lose that? Well, I, I think it's a, it's a complex issue, but as we see new neighborhoods being developed, so they're being developed into their own neighborhoods. And a part of that is to ensure that the people have the amenities within their neighborhoods or close to the neighborhoods so that they have things to do within those neighborhoods, but also to be, you know, cognizant of, uh, you know, what our community is all about. So we have new people moving in from out of town. You know, they, they're they moving here for reasons. A lot of them say they're moving here because they love the amenities. And so we need to be, sort of be inclusive in the sense that through city hall, through city staff, through parks and rec, I think those are the ways to get communities together. If we look at something like the Empire Sportsplex, where well, you're going to have a lot of people going there. This, this, these are facilities we haven't had before. People go there from out of town, from other areas. They go to play, say, pickleball, which is a very popular sport. Well, they get to meet other people within our community, make friendships, uh, get into leagues. And so I think sports and recreation really do bring communities together. When I'm out walking on the paths, people are talking to each other, say we're a friendly community. So it sort of just flows through. And so we as a municipality have to have, make sure that they have those opportunities through events that we have, through um, facilities that we have, utilizing our facilities and creating more facilities. You know, we've got a little park down at the end of the street here near the, the boardwalk, a very, very small place, but people walk around, they'll sit down and what happened in a friendly community like ours? People start chatting, even people you've never met before. And so it's those types of opportunities we need to provide uh, that will just keep that going. Uh, it, it's it's uh, not, not a simple thing, but I think the city plays a major role in having that happen. Mayor Campion, through what is this now? This is your third term as mayor, and I don't know how many terms you were a city councillor for, but you are a well in resident for Ever. your life. <laughs> Is there anything, so between living here, between representing as a councillor, representing as a mayor, is there anything that still to this day continues to surprise you about the city of Welland? Uh, well, I not really. I, I think 
it doesn't surprise me, but what it does is it makes me feel good or it makes me proud, I suppose, that the a municipality like ours is resilient. And, you know, I've seen that through the years. Uh, you know, I've been here for a long time when I've seen industry come, industry go, but I see the people well and staying for the most part. And being resilient and sticking together and, you know, working through things, you know, we're, we're coming out of, you know, we go in and out of different issues, but I think we're, we're moving forward. Uh, and I'm just proud to have a community that cares about the community that, that actually lives here because they want to live here. They, they are proud of their properties. They're proud of their municipality. Not everybody is. Not everybody sees the, the, the city through my, my lenses, but I've lived here all my life and I can tell you that the city of Welland is a great place to live. It's a growing and, you know, that's disruptive. But as it grows, they become a part of it, that that growth becomes a part of our community. When I was a kid, Living, uh, you know, on the uh, kind of west side here, yeah, the, the boundary of the city, as far as, you know, residential growth, didn't go far beyond uh, First Avenue when you're talking about development and so on. So when I was very, very young, you know, you go a couple blocks uh, west of, of First Avenue and really wasn't too much out there. There was farmland. There was where I live now on, on uh, that side of town. It used to be an orchard. And it's right behind uh, St. or Holy Name School. So <laughs> it's not that long. Well, it's a long time ago. <laughs> well, but, <laughs> Paul, for you, you weren't born yet, obviously. But uh, so it's an interesting community th- that way. And uh, so not, not a lot of surprises. Just for the record, I wasn't born yet either. I'm younger than Paul. <laughs> I, I know. I know. Kid, but. I, I know roughly how old you are because you were a recipient of, a, of a, <laughs> great accolades for top something under something. I won't, I won't use the numbers. Yeah. Uh, well, I appreciate it. <laughs> uh, well, Mr. Mayor, um, thank you for joining us today. We really appreciate it. We're excited to kick off our, our second season of the What's Up Well and podcast with you. Uh, I know a lot of people were looking forward to, to us getting off the ground in 2023 and, and who better to kind of, uh, you know, hit the launch pad button than uh, the mayor himself. So thank you for taking the time today. And uh, if there's anything else you would like to share, now's your time to do it. Well, you could probably have found some other people that might've been better than myself, but uh, <laughs> they were, they were busy. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> your, your office right across from mine. So I kept looking at you, waiting for you to invite me to this, but no, I would like to, uh, first of all, thank you guys for doing this. It's really important to have this type of thing happening. And, uh, you know, the communications is fabulous and good luck with the season. I'm looking forward to hearing from some of the counselors as well and staff and more. So you've done a great job with it and looking forward to another great season and happy to, to kick off the season. And he can only get better, right? <laughs> no, no. No, thank you very much, Mr. Mayor. Uh, we appreciate it. And as always, uh, you can catch all of our episodes on. Nope. See, it's been so long. Oh, my goodness. Engagewelland.ca slash podcast. That's the one. Thank goodness for co-host. Thank you again, Mr. Mayor. Thank you. So we've come to the end of our chat with Mayor Campion and what a treat to start this second season with him. Uh, he was with us for season one. He's now with us for the kickoff of season two. There's a lot to look forward to. He's interested in, he's passionate about downtown revitalization, the workshops that council is having, the workshops council is going to have, the relationships they're building, uh, the community drawing together, community neighborhoods, amenities. There's a lot in the city of Welland, there's a lot coming to the city of Welland, and today's conversation is that perfect way to get 
a new year going, a new podcast season going, and just set the tone for what 2023 and beyond is going to look like within the city of Welland, for the city of Welland, with everybody that works here, lives here, plays here, invests here, does business here. Welland is the place to be in 2023. And you heard it first from Mayor Frank Campion on season two of What's Up Welland. What's up Welland?